With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Father God, we are so excited to be your children. We thank you for all the provision of your word. We thank you, Father God, that we choose to live, move, and have our being in you. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We recognize you, sovereign God. We recognize you in all of your splendor this morning. We appreciate you, Daddy. We love you. We love you because you first loved us. We thank you for salvation, for without it, there wouldn't be a need for this dialogue. But because of salvation, because of the blood of Jesus, we can come before you, Father. So we are grateful for the blood. We're grateful for Calvary. We're grateful, Father, for Jesus. We're grateful that he is our ram in the bush. Hallelujah, God. What a glorious, glorious revelation. We love you, Father. Good morning, everyone. I want to start off by saying uh, welcome. This is Sherelle Perkins, pastor of Overflowing Life Family Worship Center. This is Overflowing Life Community Prayer Line. We're here for you every morning, 6.30, a.m. We are grateful to be able to co-labor with the Lord and with you. So we're just... Um, we're just glad to be here. I want to ask if there's any prayer requests before we get started this morning. Amen. Well, all righty. I might be doing some call-outs this morning for help with the prayer. So if there are any volunteers on the line, just let me know. And if you get really excited about a subject, I don't know. I wish we could have something where you could raise your hand and I could know to just let you hop in. So um, I'm trusting Holy Spirit. 
I want this to be a little bit more interactive than it's been. Um, part of prayer development is listening to how Holy Spirit speaks and what he has to say. And um, he's multidimensional. And all of us have a part to play in this divine plan. I was telling one of my congregants last night, sometimes we're so busy, and I know this is not the case on the line, but sometimes we're so busy looking at other gifts and being intimidated that we don't realize what all God has put inside of us. And it's very unfortunate because iron sharpens iron. You never know what someone really needs in their life. They may even think that they don't need what you have. But Holy Spirit apparently thinks otherwise. There's something in you that blesses them. That's the body of Christ. That's love. Father, teach us how to love one another, how to walk together, how to come into agreement with Holy Spirit for every life that we encounter. Father, let the love of God be shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Father, forgive us for judgmentalism for being critical, backbiting, gossipy. Forgive us, Father, for arrogance, assuming that our way is the only way. And even, Father, in the things that we have revelation of, Father, you're so wonderful and loving that you know how, Father, to systematically, progressively bring us into transformation. That's what salvation really is. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God, you see the heart. You know the heart of that one. Father, forgive us for all of the times that we should have been witnessing, but instead we were judging. Forgive us for all the time that we should have been sharing and loving and giving and kind and merciful like you are. Instead, we stood back in our religious boxes and judged everything that we saw. For God, you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him shall not perish. You did not send him to judge us, but to save us. He already knew the condition of our heart. Yet while we were sinners, he died for us. We're having a very difficult time dying for one another, God. But that's part of the divine plan, too. So, Father God, we ask that you would change our hearts, God. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy unto you, which is the least we can do for so great a salvation. God of 
of the universe, creator God, almighty God, be glorified in the midst of your people this morning. Be exalted, O God. You are our Lord and our Savior. You are the staff that guides us. You are Jehovah Rohi. You are our shepherd. You lead us into peaceful, by peaceful waters. Some of us have been in a mess for so long, the only thing that we can think about is bad things and sad things. When the truth of the matter is, you give us joy. Joy unspeakable, filled with glory, filled with majesty, peace that passes all understanding. So why are our souls disquieted in us, God? Do we not hope in you, Father? Do we not hope in the living God who was and is and shall be forevermore? Father, teach us a new way of living. A new way of giving, not just monetarily, but giving of ourselves sacrificially. Knowing that giving of life brings life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. God, in the midst of your people, be glorified. Be glorified in our hearts as we prepare to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. Father, we don't trip you up. We trip ourselves up. So, Lord, there are those that will genuinely come before you. Glad to know that they know Jesus. Then there will be those that come to church out of tradition. Some come every week out of tradition. Some come a few times a year out of tradition. Father, I pray that in houses of worship where your saints gathered together. And those that come out of tradition, that the glory of the Lord would fall all over the world. And men would come to know Jesus, the true and living God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's flip the script on the devil. Where he seeks to sow deception and discord and confusion. I thank you, Father, that Jesus is revealed. Father, let there be light. Let there be light in our church houses. Our physical sanctuaries. Let there be light in us, the temple 
of your Holy Spirit. Let the light illuminate the darkness. Let it shine as bright as the noonday sun where there can be no hiding place for darkness. Father God, we bless your name. We love you so much, God. We feel you viscerally changing us. Thank you that your resurrection power, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us. And it quickens even our physical body, God. Thank you, Father, for redemption's plan. For it made consideration for all of our frailties. Father, I pray that your church becomes relevant to this generation. Oh, I know it is. But may Christ be revealed in a way that captures the heart and mind of those you love so much. For you wish that none would perish. Father, I'm not talking about strategies to seduce people to come to our places of worship and make their flesh feel comfortable. I'm talking about a love that so captures people. The unconditional love that draws, heals, nurtures, restores. That it would permeate our hearts, our temples, and saturate the four walls of where we congregate. whether it be in our living room, in the marketplace, wherever we go, God. May the love of God be released in our lives, through our lives, Father, in our lives as well. Father, I'm not sure of how things went with the high school here in Indianapolis, Noblesville. And Father God, I heard that there were six murders in the last few days. The enemy is seeking blood sacrifice, God, on his holy day. And he feels as if he has a right because of the heart of the church. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bind every demonic spirit that's been sent 
for blood sacrifice in this city in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of murder, whether it's a cat or dog or a person, every spirit of self-hatred and self-rejection and rebellion that would cause another human being to take another life. We bind in the name of Jesus. And we release salvation. We release deliverance. Father God, all over your body, I pray, Father, deliverance, be revealed as a necessary part of salvation. Father, I've yet to see anywhere in Scripture where you say that it's no longer needful. So since you didn't change your mind, we won't attempt to change your mind either, God, by rewriting the Word or creating doctrines of man And in this case, doctrines of devils. Because only Satan would not not want us to move in deliverance ministry. Father God, we thank you that when our elder brother walked the streets of Galilee, when he did his earthly ministry, I may be wrong in location. Geography was never my thing, Daddy, and you know it. He cast out devils and healed the sick. Father God, I pray that when folk gather on Sunday morning, that the deliverer would be made manifest in the hearts of your people. And the healer would be made manifest in the hearts of your people. And signs and wonders will follow them that preach the gospel. But just in case Sunday doesn't come soon enough, Father, I pray that all over your body, people begin to realize that you sent the disciples out to heal, deliver, and set free. It wasn't a one-man assignment. It wasn't a one-man bandwagon. But it was for all disciples. Not even just the twelve but the 120, the 2,000. 
that it's simply who we are. And you've never changed your mind. So I thank you, Father God, that you're raising up a people that's equipped to do exploits. You said that the people that know their God will do great exploits. Even more so than Jesus. Father God, we come into agreement with your word. Not with our own traditions even, Father. There may be one that wrestles with this. There may even be one that um, believes it but has refined the process to the point that is ineffective. Because it's a safe way to go. Father God, we recognize that we have an enemy. And there's no compromise that he will be satisfied with. So, Father, we no longer try to please him. <laughs> We no longer dummy down who we are in Jesus so that he can be comfortable in our presence. And we are not fearful. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. We're not intimidated, God. We recognize that we have the yoke of Jesus and it smashes and destroys the yoke of the enemy. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that on this line are yoke breakers destroying the works of Satan in the lives of those around no longer intimidated, no longer concerned about what people might think, only what you think, Daddy. That's really the only opinion that counts. We may come to you at night like Nicodemus, But there's something about salvation that's not to be hidden in the dark, but to be revealed through a life that's consecrated to you. So, Father God, I pray for your church to come out of its hiding place, that you would be glorified. Raise up leaders, shepherds that have your heart, God. Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Let us love more than we judge. I'm reminded of a young minister when he began his sojourn. 
and God, wherever he is, and people may judge him. But I remember a man that took the time to seek your faith concerning the needs of women, and he wrote a book, Woman Thou Art Loose, and it continues to speak in the hearts of those that read it. He made a sacrifice to know what his congregation needed. And not only did he bless his congregation, but he blessed the world. And Father, you have been faithful to continue to bless him. Father God, there are revelations that is that you so love that's captured in your heart. And you're waiting on the shepherds to spend the time, the energy, the sacrifice, the fasting, to find out what's on your heart. You're waiting to bless us, God, as we walk in obedience to you. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, that you give shepherds a revelation of that thing that will break the yoke off of those that they serve, God. They will loose the bondages of wickedness so that their children, their congregants, your children, can walk in liberty. Father, I ask you to continue to bless T.D. Jakes. Whatever the need he has, I don't even know where he came from in my heart this morning. So whatever he needs, Father, deliver, strengthen, and bless. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, that you care about us. You care about your children. It doesn't give you any pleasure when we fall short of the glory. Father, some of us are so quick to judge what we see. We have no idea the scene behind the scene. So, Father God, I ask that you would strengthen him, walk with his family, bring deliverance. Whatever is needed, Father, I come in agreement with your heart. Father, I thank you that all over this world there are men and women that are seeking to do your will 
and the attack feels so great and the seduction so intense that some have lost their footing, God. Father, I pray for restoration and healing in their lives. I pray for their children and their children's children. The book of Daniel shows us that the enemy is always looking to bring the best fruit out of the house of God before it can be established. And we have seen it and some experience his diabolical work. Father God, we pray for our young adults and our young children, children's children. We pray for salvation and deliverance, God. We thank you, Father God, for Daniels that will not compromise. Father, let us not be so quick to judge by what we see, the length of the dress, the color of the hair, all of those things. Father, none of that trips you up. And it shouldn't trip us up either. We pray for our children. That they would honor and glorify you. Those that are our biological children as well as our spiritual children. And their children. And in some cases, their children's children. We pray, Father God, for those that give their life to you at a young age. We pray for their steadfastness, God. Father God, it was mentioned last night in our prayer meeting and in our church meeting that all of the things the church is not in the business of doing. Well, Father God, the church is in the business of doing all of those things. Maybe not in the four walls where we congregate. But you have ordained some to be lawyers, some to be doctors, some to be educators, some to be administrators. That the anointing, the very presence of God, is not for Sunday service alone. That our heart's desire should be to take the gifts, the talents, the treasures that you have deposited in us into the streets. So that Joe on the corner, little Johnny, that doesn't have a father, 
can somehow have an encounter with a man of God that will change his mind. I encountered educators that changed my mind. They understood the power of educating a little second grader. Had they not had your heart, I'm not sure who I would be. So, Father, make our, get us past religion on Sunday morning. Thank you for the fivefold ministry. Those that are called to bring people into maturity. Thank you, Father. But when everything is said and done, thank you, Father God, for ministers of reconciliation that are mature, that understand their call, their place, their position, that have not been seduced by a religious spirit that makes them feel like the only relevant thing to do has to happen on Sunday morning. But, Father God, raise up leaders that are servants that realize what we are doing and preparing are people that will have your heart. Father, your word says we're not to be quick to change our occupation. Ah, Father God, I lift up even my own son right this morning. Father God, he is a master educator. He has turned around so many schools, yet the enemy continues to put, mm, I'm meddling now, I mean, I should do this, but let me pray it a different way. Father God, I lift him up. And I pray, Father God, that he does not miss the mark when it comes to his call in the kingdom of education. Father, yes, he is creative, visionary, artist. He has business acumen. It is possible, Father, for us to be all of the above. Not either are. Father, I thank you for a continuous, continued increase in stamina, tenacity. I ask you, Father God, that every spirit of sabotage that would keep him out of the place and position, not only to run a school, but to influence educational systems all over the world. God. Father God, I thank you that every time there are critical times in our life, the enemy sends a Mickey to try to get us off course 
So I pray for every person on this line. I pray for our congregants. I pray for those that are around us, that the enemy would not get us off course. For, Father God, I feel in my heart that we are in a strategic place in history. Father God, you give times and seasons. They're placed strategically in America. When we are voting for a new leader, it's a strategic place in history. Father God, I praise you and I thank you that uh, that you prophesy through everything. You make your heart revealed through everything. Father, you love us so much that even the stars and the moon declare who you are. That you won't light in darkness? Come on, Daddy. You are just incredible. Father, I pray that our eyes are open. So, Father God, there is a shift. Let us answer and respond according to the Spirit and not our flesh. Father, I pray for every person on this line that they would respond to the prophetic movement, that they would syncopate their life with your process, God, in this hour so that we can be in place and position for what you've called us to in this moment, God. Every person that you call goes through a process and a positioning for power and for purpose. All those, Father, that are in our heart, part of our congregation on this line that will listen to this later, Father, I pray that they be positioned for purpose. that they would not be moved to the left or to the right, that they would forget those things in the past and press forward to the mark of your high calling in Christ Jesus, that they would not be distracted or delayed and that they would not call your process the delay. Father, I pray that there that eyes would be open and we would have the eyes of Issachar to see afar off. That we wouldn't be so busy being busy, so religious being religious that we don't get it, God. Thank you for encounters 
Thank you for visitations with you even in the night season while we're sleeping. And even open vision, Father. I thank you for God encounters as we lay aside every sin and every yoke that does so easily beset us that we might run the race. Father, I this is interesting. I remember seeing a movie with the African king, Shaka Zulu, and they asked him, he asked on his deathbed, how do you capture a monkey? And the person that was at his bedside said, you put a shiny coin in a cage. And the monkey goes in to get the shiny coin, but can't figure out how to get out of the cage. Oh, no, because once he's in, you can close the door, and he can't get out. Father, many in your church have been like a caged monkey. Their only aspiration has been to get the shiny thing. Missing opportunities of greatness. Settling for a few coins. Father God, my prayer for all of us is that you would open the cage, set us free, that we might fulfill purpose, redeem the time, Father God, I lift up my husband in this prayer, God. I lift up our lives. We have looked and seen the ways in which we have missed the mark. But Father, I believe, Lord, that it is just part of our testimony. For I have not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man what you have in store for us. So I decree and I declare over the lives of your people and the people on this line that I have not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man what you have in store for each and every person. Father, we come out from among them. Thank you, Father, for flipping the lock on the cage that we would no longer be seduced by shiny things, by the accolades of man, by position, by what seems to be power, but it renders us powerless because we're out of place and position. Father, church work, (laughs) that's nothing more than a little bling bling. Has no value whatsoever. Father, don't let us miss the mark. 
meet you in heaven only for you to say, I never knew you. That you spent your Christian life in a cage because you wanted a shiny thing that had no eternal value. And you forfeited freedom to be acceptable with man. Father, some of us, and I include myself, have had such a rejection-based personality that we didn't even want to go after the shiny thing because we didn't know what it would cost us. But yet, God, we didn't have the boldness to fully express all that we are in you for the very same reason. So, Father God, for those that are like me, that have, that, well, those that are like what I used to be, I ask that you would bring them forward, redeem the time. If they're on the line, we call them into their greatness, into their place, and into their purpose. If they listen to this later, come forth in Jesus' name. But, Father God, for our congregants, those that are in our sphere of influence, we pray, Father God, We bind the spirit of rejection. We come against generational curses. We come against those things, Father. You said there were seven nations stronger and mightier than we were. And it would cause us to have pricks in our side. And it would hinder our eyesight. So basically, Father, it would hinder our eyesight and cause us to be in pain. Even trying to do your will. So, Father God, I thank you that those giants are destroyed in our life. Low self-esteem, fear, pride. Improper boundaries, Father. All of the things that keep us chasing after stuff that has nothing to do with your promise. Even when we've given been given the opportunity to accomplish what you called us to. So I thank you, Father, for this morning. I thank you, Father, for all those that are under the sound of my voice. I realize, Daddy God, that this is a different prayer strategy this week. But, Father, I thank you for time. I thank you for opportunity. I thank you, Father, for your heart and your mind. 
I thank you that we have the helmet of salvation. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of your heart. We're believers and not doubters. Thank you, Father, for meeting us this morning. I pray every need met in Jesus' name. Now I want to give you an opportunity if there's anyone on the line that wants to pray. Hallelujah. Well, we have about 15 minutes. Do I have 15 minutes of help on the line? (laughs) Well, praise Jesus. I'm going to keep going, but I'm going to have some conversations with some folk. All right, all right. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Hallelujah. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna pray for a few minutes. I was getting here. ready to say, "Awake, oh sleeper!" <laughs> <laughs> but I'm away from my computer, and I couldn't get the actual Google. You know, Google that scripture. <laughs> oh, okay. Father in Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you for just the day that you have made, and. Uh, we will rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you give us the strategies that we need today to do the things that uh, we need to have done. Um, God, give us wisdom. Give us the knowledge. Give us the insight that we need to fulfill our call. Uh, as just as a believer, uh, even as leaders, give us the insight that we need. God, we can't uh, do this without you. We can't uh, uh, fulfill what you've called us to do unless you provide the tools. And I know that you have. And so help us to, to use the tools properly. Uh, that will bring about the best results for you. And so, God, I just uh, we just thank you. We thank you that God that um, you're giving us a boldness in Jesus' name, a boldness to uh, to witness for you, to live our lives for you, to influence people uh, concerning you. As we studied on Wednesday night, that we have the Holy Spirit, we have Him in us in order to give, to have the power to witness. So it's not us witnessing, but it's Holy Spirit witnessing through us. So help us to yield to him that even when we're in the grocery store, that our lives, our demeanor, our attitude uh, is a witness to whoever we're around, whether it's the cashier, the manager, or just another per customer that's in the in the, in the store, so God, I I, I bless you that um, you've given each ministry in this city of Indianapolis, you've given us a focus, you've given us a vision, you've given us a direction, and that 
we need help to stay focused, to stay uh, focused on the vision that you've given us. Give us a refreshing of the vision that you spoke to us years ago. Give us a, a new fervor, a new fire uh, to fulfill the vision and the mission that you've given us. The mission being to give to to preach the gospel, to to give the to to witness to people in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the uttermost parts of Mary and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, we thank you that you're doing something and that we're a part of what you're doing. We thank you that we're we're not walking in fear, but we're walking with the power and love and sound mind that you've given us, that we can stand up flat-footed and give the truth. We can stand up boldly and give the truth. We can stand erect in a manner, but yet lovingly and speak the truth. So God, I thank you. I thank you even for me that you're going that what you, I'm asking for on my behalf and any other minister or pastor's behalf that you'll help us to find the rhythm that we need to do our to to prepare our our our, our messages for Sunday. That we're not always rushed. That we're not always. Uh, in a hurry. We're not always uh, trying to do it, get it done at the last minute. But give us a rhythm throughout the week that as we, we're thinking and we're reading and we're studying, that you'll begin to speak to us and we'll be able to hear you and flow with you, that we'll, the, the, your word will just flow through us as we write. And that we'll write the things that we need and then be able to minister to your people but first to us. So I just thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in our lives. I thank you for overflowing life. I thank you for this this prayer line. I thank you for Pastor Kevin and Pastor Sherelle and all those that are on the line. God, I just ask in Jesus' name that you fulfill the needs of Pastor Sherelle and Pastor Kevin. Give them the, the desires of their heart. Bless them like only you can. Uh, We can say things, but you know what's best. So, God, I just thank you that you put this on uh, their heart to do this and that they don't even realize the hearts, the changes, the, the shifts in people's lives that have happened just because of this prayer line. And so I just asked you, God, to give them a double portion of blessing because of their efforts, because of uh, uh, the of her getting up every morning, maybe uh, even struggling some mornings to get up and, and and just not want to, but get up and push forward and get in the grind anyway. Uh, but God, I just asked you to redeem the time for her. Redeem the time for her. And I just thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That was good. It wasn't 15 minutes, but that was. 
mention two things, and I thank the Lord, and that is focus and rhythm. I was mm-hmm. asking God, God, I used to have a rhythm. You know, you, mm-hmm. I lost my rhythm. I won't tell you how many years ago it was. <laughs> but I realized I needed my rhythm back, rhythm to live. Just Holy Spirit will give you a rhythm. So that everything that you need to do, you can get it done. And it, it's like a, you know, you're being a psalmist, you know, it's a syncopation with him and you're flowing mm-hmm. together. So I thank the Lord for rhythm. And this was one of the not want to mornings. Hallelujah. <laughs> I kept trying to oversleep. Holy Spirit was let me. I know he does that. No, I did it for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Jesus. does that mean you're going to close us out the next few minutes? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry I missed it. I was looking forward to it. I, when we got through with church last night, I came over and I got just ill. But I'm grateful. I'm Amen. grateful. Amen. <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just bless you, and we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Father God, we thank you that you are everything that we need. You are the I am God. And anything that we need, God, we find in you. Anything we desire, God, is in you. Father, we just bless you. And we glorify your magnificent name. We thank you, Lord, for this time and this season. Lord, we I don't even know if this is the the day or uh but it's the time that's been set aside, God, to recognize that you came and you died and you rose again to redeem us back to yourself. The time some people call Easter, that's the pagan name, but a time of resurrection, of new life. And, Father, we thank you that you did come. We thank you, O oh God, that you did redeem us back, O oh God. We thank you for your sacrifice. So we're talking about focus when I got on the line. The focus of this celebration, this resurrection celebration, is really not you, but it is you. And I thank you for that. Father God, I ask that you would begin to open the eyes of the people, open the eyes of your leaders, that they would preach truth and that they would bring us back to the basics, the foundations, when they speak your word and open the eyes and the ears of the people that they may hear, oh God,
and want to come back to the foundations so that they may be built up and they may learn your truth, the truth, that you are the truth. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for every church that's going to be open in your name, Lord. Let your truth be spoken in Jesus' name. Let your word go forth, O God, and let it be made manifest in the lives of your people, God. Hallelujah. You are our righteousness. You are our peace. You are our hope. You are everything that we need. I thank you, O God, for breaking down, (laughs) being the God of the breakthrough. I thank you for breaking down and breaking through our walls, our hindrances in the name of Jesus. What is that? Baal, Perazim, God of the breakthrough. I thank you, oh God, that you give us the strength and you cause us to stand as you help us to come through and break out of the bondages that have us bound mind, body, soul, and spirit. Yes, God, I thank you for breakthrough anointing. Your breakthrough anointing. Your breakthrough anointing. Or breaker anointing. for clearing us and bringing us out of the bondages that have us bound. Father God, without you, there is no us. So, Father God, we move forward throughout the rest of this weekend and into the next journey, leg of this journey, as we continue on. But we just want to bless you. We want to honor you. There's no way we can thank you enough for the sacrifice. Well, you sent your son you gave us your only begotten son. That's love. We thank you for your love, God. 
a love like no other, one that is unconditional. all-encompassing, sacrificial. Greater love has no man than this. Uh, Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Father God, we just bless you and we honor you. We glorify your name. We thank you for this prayer line, a time where we can come together and fellowship a time that we can come together and pray as one voice and we can make our petitions known. And we thank you, oh God, that you meet us here and that you answer our prayers and petitions. Sometimes even before we're asked them because you're such a faithful God And Father, you give good gifts to your children. And we love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you that you are the God of the breakthrough. We thank you, Father God, that everything that hinders us is being shattered and destroyed. We're able to step through into destiny. Father God, thank you for this prayer line. Thank you that you meet with us every morning. We love you, Father. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us every morning. It's a labor of love to get up at 6.30 in the morning. Uh, You know, we can all lay on our beds and pray for ourselves, but it's a labor of love to come into agreement. Do you know how much power we have just because we decide we want to agree with God and each other and our missions and for our city. That's powerful. That's powerful. We just have to know it. It's not always something you can see or feel, but you have to have faith to know that God's word is true. So I pray that your weekend is an incredible. You have encounters with God wherever you fellowship, that whatever is wrong, that God would just step in the middle of it. <laughs> and bring deliverance and correction and all of those things. There is nothing too difficult for Daddy. So it's it's been a wonderful week. We will be back here on Tuesday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. Be blessed. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm signing off on my way to the gym. I was convicted last night. Hallelujah. So you guys have a blessed weekend. We love you. Love Love you, you. love you, love you. God bless. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.